always listen to music that brought me back to a moment in time because I think the game is such an emotional one that I always tend to listen to music that brought me to a moment in time in which I had a certain emotion you know, whether it's calm whether it's excitement excitement you know that's what music does for me it's not just listening to music it's just listening to music but whatever music is going to put me in the right emotional setting that I feel is important for that game I've been dreaming of epiphanies, hoping that they get to me. On my shoulders, many me's garnering my sympathy. All they want is love. Yeah. I know that's yo, 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 man. Welcome to the Drowning Fish intro. Marlon Craft Marathon. It's a brand new fucking song, dude. It's so hard. Marlon Craft is one of my favorite artists uh, when it comes to like English, especially in the hip hop world. There's not a lot of good. I feel like there's not a lot of good good hip hop nowadays just because of how mainstream it is, you know, like something gets so mainstream that it I feel like it gets watered down a little bit or maybe some of the same old shit that sells gets boosted up, you know, just because like people people want to people want to uh I I feel that in hip hop there's so much anger and uh, it's probably because a, a lot of America's angry right now. I don't know. <clears throat> but a lot of it is anger and a lot of it's like, I'm going to shoot you or some shit, you know. And I'm just like, dude, I don't want to I don't want to feel violent all the time. And uh, when I listen to people like Marlon Kraft, I mean, they're a tr- like truly an artist, you know. Obviously, Marlon Kraft is not like super mainstream or nothing like that. But he's really good, man. I highly recommend Marlon Kraft. Um, I think hip hop is dead. You know, I think hip hop is dead and that's not for me to, that's not like, I'm not trying to sound cheesy or nothing. I don't listen to hip hop anymore as much as I listen to like Spanish music because a lot of Spanish music is like storytelling and whatnot. And I just, uh, I guess it's whatever you can connect to. And maybe I'm just a fucking weirdo and people are like, dude, hip hop's not dead. Hip hop is alive, bro. Uh, Moneybag Yo is fucking killing it. When it comes to mainstream, Moneybag Yo is one of the hardest out right now. And, uh, I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I really enjoy, uh, listening to his music, listening to, you know, he's a Southern motherfucker, dude. He's a Southern motherfucker. And I really, I, I can relate a little bit, you know, a lot of the shit that he says and does and like, a lot of the things that he says in his music I have done in the past. And uh, just something I can relate to, you know. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about Mitch McConnell. He fucking, uh, he gave that dad death stare. You know what I'm talking about? If you guys had good dads and you were caught up doing something you weren't supposed to, like you're at a like a family party, you know. Or you're at a you're at a after after church activities outside, you know, and you get caught pushing the other kid around, and your dad just looking at you from across the parking lot. That's what Mitch McConnell was like. Mitch McConnell just fucking vanished. He vanished. His uh, I think his soul might have left his fucking body. Mitch McConnell, I feel sorry for the guy, dude. He's like eighty. He's like eighty something years old, and he's still serving the fucking country. And by serving, I mean making a, mo- a fucking mockery of us, dude. Mitch, why are why do we let these people 
run the country, dude. They're not going to be around. This guy isn't even here on Earth, and he's alive. He's just not even looking at the camera either. You could have made a meme out of it, dude. Um, I'm sure there's memes to come and whatnot. I think I've seen a couple this morning, and that just happened. That just happened yesterday, I think. Um, but it's uh, it's real, real. Uh, what's it called? Soon, you know. Maybe, maybe he shit his pants or something, you know, and he didn't know what to do. Maybe he saw an alien, you know, up there at the uh, at the big wigs, you know, the the there's like hearings and whatnot, and apparently we have fucking aliens, which isn't like a big concern because I'm an illegal alien, and I know I'll be okay, dude. Like I'm not gonna fight for nobody except me, dude. If aliens come to invade. I'm going to let them, dude. If they want to take turns on my ass, dude, I'm going to fucking let them because I'm not going to fight these motherfuckers, dude. What am I going to do? Fight? Dude, we're not going to win. If aliens are here, we're not even, we're not going to win. We can't even get to the moon, bro. You know, how are we going to beat these fuckers? There's no possible fucking way we win. I think aliens are real, man. I think aliens are real, and I've seen them. I've actually been in, in bed with one before. And, uh, you know, the smell wasn't great, but, hey, dude, the head was fucking phenomenal. An alien head's the best head, dude, because the way that they're... The, the way that their jaw is structured, they really don't have one. You know, they kind of look like Mitch McConnell a little bit. Mitch McConnell kind of looks like an alien. Um, but yeah, to give, give you that Mitch McConnell, good old fucking head, bro. That alien head. Some of the best head I've ever gotten in my life. Um, that kind of went a little sideways there. A little weird. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Mm, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, man, let's get him out of there, dude. I actually like, it's funny. It is. It's so funny. It's funny to laugh at, but at the same time, it's like, dude. If this was your grand, if this was your father, you'd be like, oh my God, I got to get him out. I got to, I have to get my fucking dad out of this job. Why is your dad, who's letting their dad fucking make a mockery of themselves? Where are his children? Where's his family? It's not even a mockery, dude. It's like, he's, he's just, he's lost it, dude. He served, you know, he's served. I'm sure he knows a lot of shit that we shouldn't know. And he lost it, dude. He just fucking lost it, you know. He went, uh, um, what's that, Bruce Willis mode, you know. He he went Bruce Willis mode, and that's all I got to say, man. He went Bruce Willis mode, and he couldn't fucking recall anything. We got to get him out of there, dude. Uh, funny and sad. I guess that's uh, that's what makes comedy so great. You know, there's tragedy in comedy. Anything that's fucking tragic is really, really funny. Um, you gotta have to, life is just going to continue no matter what happens, you know, like a school bus right now could be getting blown into smithereens and yeah, we would mourn as a country and we'd be like, oh, those kids are dead. But at the, you know what? You're still going to go to work tomorrow. You're still going to have to pay your bills. Nothing's changing, dude. You still have to go. And, uh, that's just what makes life so much more enjoyable, you know, because bad things happen all the time. Just got to keep going, bro. Uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, he's dead. Aliens are here. Um, I've, I've always said aliens have always been here. 
I think that we've been walking amongst aliens this whole like this whole time. I think that sometimes like people are so fucking big and smart <clears throat> and technologically advanced. People like Elon Musk, let's say. Elon Musk could easily be an alien. All these people who work in MIT, all these people that are involved in quantum physics, all these people, um, you know, like people like Oppenheimer, dude, like Oppenheimer, dude, that guy was a fucking alien. There's no fucking way that. I don't know, dude. I just feel like we're moving way too fast technologically. Some of us have to be aliens. What do you think? Aliens are just going to come down and be like, hey, here's our technology. Implement it. No. What would a smart alien do? A smart alien would convert into human, come down on Earth, start working with all this shit. And maybe we're just a big experiment. What's it called? An experiment? We're an experiment, dude. We're just a big fucking experiment, to be honest. And uh, I know I'm talking about aliens a lot. And everything has to everything ties back to Mitch McConnell at the end of this. At the end of this, you'll you'll understand what I'm trying to get to. You know, Elon Musk is an alien, Oppenheimer's an alien. By the way, Oppenheimer the movie, fantastic, amazing. You have to <coughs> Oh Um Sorry for that cough. Uh what was I saying? Yeah, you have to pay attention in that movie uh, because it's three hours long. And if you fucking miss any of it, you'll probably like, you'll probably not understand the whole thing. It is, it is a little hard to get through. Um, especially the movies that, that we went to, my seat was getting leaked on from the AC system. And I was like, no, nah, we have to move one over. Luckily it wasn't sold out or nothing like that. So we just moved over. Um, it was really, really cold, and I was wearing fucking shorts. I, I took, I wear shorts to the movies, bro. This is how fucking much I hate the movies. I fucking hate the movies so much, dude, actually. The movie itself is a great experience, but the movies, the movie theater is such a bullshit fuck. I'd rather watch the movie at home. You know, like if I had the technology to show Oppenheimer the way it's supposed to be seen, I would do it. And I feel like it wouldn't have looked any different from my TV to the fucking, I mean, I'm obviously the size, but like, dude, you're still watching the movie for fucking storyline. Like a lot of people really don't care if you have 8k fucking 19 megapixel, whatever the fuck red camera, dude, no one gives a shit about that. Really? The consumer doesn't care. Yeah. The movie looks great but they care about the storyline a little, a little more. And I think people, people that understand movies, I think that they will see how good of a movie this is based on the storyline. But if you are a movie fanatic and you understand, and you also understand like the visuals and the graphic and the cinematography, this movie is fucking amazing. I mean, this dude fucking, Christopher Nolan fucking took a real bomb and exploded that motherfucker for this movie, dude. A real bomb. Isn't that insane? 
I'm pretty sure that's fucking real. Let me look that up. I think I read this on Instagram, dude. I don't want to be wrong. Did Nolan drop a nuke? That's not okay. Whatever. No, they did not drop a real nuke for the Oppenheimer movie. While they did use real explosives, Christopher Nolan and his team did not use a nuclear reaction. That would have been ludicrously <laughs> insane. Dangerous and damaging. Yeah, I, I agree. Was it a... Was it not? Dude, am I a fucking idiot? Did he... I thought it was a... It's not a nuke, is it? I don't fucking know, dude. Hmm. Let me look this up real quick. Now I feel like a real moron. Yeah. Obviously. Hmm. It was in 1945, dude. Like, how the fuck are you going to make something like that happen, you know? How are you going to make that happen? This guy has to be an alien. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. The movie's really good. I really liked it. I think that... I think that it's insane. It's ludicrous. <clears throat> Christopher Nolan used a bomb in an explosion. Um, I don't... Obviously, it wasn't nuclear. That would have been fucking, re like, actually retarded. And, uh... I don't know, dude. I feel like after we bombed Japan, I feel like they just started giving us some of the best like automotives ever made. You know, like when the 70s came around, dude, and the 80s and the 90s, like they were killing it when it came to their vehicles. And they really didn't reach uh, America up until like the 80s or something like that. They became a little bit more mainstream in the 90s like Toyota, Honda, and Nissan, and they were killing it, dude, because, like, even if you had, like, a Lexus, you know, when you're comparing a Lexus to, a like, a 90s Lexus versus a 90s Cadillac, I'm taking a 90s Lexus every fucking time, dude. Every time. And then not only was Lexus, like, not only do they compete with American product, like Lincoln and... Uh, you know, I'm talking about nineties, eighties. I'm talking about when the automotive industry was at an all time boom. I feel like, I feel like cars now, yeah, they look great. They sound great. I don't know, you know, about reliability. I think these companies really understand that Americans need to get in and out of a vehicle every three to five years. And I think that's bullshit, dude. I want to buy a vehicle and stay in that motherfucker for as long as I possibly can. And uh, that's just my personal opinion. I think that's the most financially uh, sane thing to do, you know. And I'm not saying, like, the people that are getting a new car every three to five years, dude. Like, that's just a big waste of money. And if you got it like that, you got it like that. I'm I'm glad you do, but... Dude, when you're comparing a 90s Lexus back in the day versus some of the BMWs and the Mercedes that were coming out, Lexus was still on top. 
And uh, yeah, man, I think like us bombing them maybe gave them a little bit more like, I don't know if it, if it was a nuke, like it was a nuke or whatever, you know, I don't know if the nuke gave them like raised their IQ level or whatever. Or maybe they're like, man, we really got to step our game up, you know, show the world what we, like we suck at war. We might as well be good at something else, you know, like the automotive industry. Yeah. Let's fucking sell cars, the most reliable vehicles to everybody in the world. And I mean, everybody, I'm talking the terrorist with those 90s and the 80s Toyota Tacoma pickup trucks out there in the fucking Middle East with the 50 fucking cow sub fucking machine gun on the roof, dude, just fucking still going to this day. That thing probably has 3 million miles, dude. And they're still going just because Toyota built them like that, you know? And that truck, you know, if it was for sale, it'd probably be like $10,000 or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, yeah. We nuked them, and then they made really good cars. Um, I wanted to talk about... What the fuck did I want to... I wanted to talk about Elon Musk and this whole getting rid of Twitter and... Uh, I I I like Elon, I do. Um uh, but I think Twitter has become an absolute f- fucking tragedy. Um I think that the app is dead unless he unless he has something cra- like eh, this is the whatever it may be. I better be fucking insanely good. Um I think and this is just just the optimistic me. I hope that he just throws away the whole Twitter platform and creates something new out of it. And this, I don't know if like, wouldn't would have been cheaper to just not buy Twitter and just build a new platform if that's what if that's what you're gonna do, you know? Like, why would you change the name if you're just if like, dude, you paid like a forty billion dollars for it? What are you doing? Why didn't you just make a new platform? Call it X. Make it like Twitter. And just have whatever you got going on. That would have been so much cheaper, dude. Did somebody run this by him, by the way? Is there anybody that's like, hey, Elon, like, how about we just sit down real quick and we crunch the numbers and we try to make something a brand new platform, you know? And he's like, Oh no, I got to buy Twitter and then change the name. There's nothing good. There's nothing good going on on Twitter on fucking X dude or whatever the fuck it's called now, you know, Twitter X. Um, yeah, every time I get on, it's just a, it's a tragedy, man. It's, I get, I get notifications all the time for no reason. I hate Twitter, man. I fucking hate it. And I don't want to uninstall it because, um, I don't know, dude. I kind of, it's nostalgic, but at the same time, I'm just like, dude, this is so fucking bad. It just, the, the weird algorithm, I get like weird videos, like black kids beating up other black kids, you know, like black on black, black on black crime is so big on my Twitter feed. I don't know why, dude. It's not, I'm not attracted to it. I mean, I enjoy it every now and then, you know? Okay, fine. I fucking like it, all right? Fuck. God damn it. Can I not like uh, explicit videos online without being targeted? Huh? Can I? 
God damn, dude. Now suddenly I'm the problem. No, but seriously, dude, like Twitter has become a fucking tragedy. And I see like dash cams of the worst car accidents ever. Like I'm, I'm like, dude, why is this on my fucking feed? I don't even follow these people. It's people that I don't even follow too. Like why, why am I, why am I here? What is this? What algorithm have I stumbled across? And that's probably where we're headed. You know, we're going to be kind of, we're already chronically online. So we open up a platform and we're like, oh shit, like what's going on in today's algorithm? You know, kind of like, kind of like every, every setting outside your house is a new experience in a new, however you might be feeling, you know, like if you go to the store, you kind of feel the energy, like people are there to fucking buy shit, you know? Uh, like if you're at the tire shop, you know, people are probably getting reamed because the tires are way too expensive. Everybody's upset. If you go to the dentist, you know, people fucking hate the dentist, no matter what, no matter how nice the dentist people can be, dude, everybody hates the fucking dentist. You know, you kind of feel that energy. You're like, oh shit, like people fucking hate being here. You go to like, I mean, it, it gets, it gets worse. Like the setting, you know, the setting, if you go to like a, an abortion clinic, I'm sure the mood is like not good. You know, uh, if you go to like a cancer patient, like if you go to like, if you go to like a children's hospital, whatever, like I'm sure the doctors are upbeat and whatnot, but like you have to be, you know, that's your fucking job. But I'm sure like the people that are in there are like, oh, fucking sad and whatnot, you know? And, uh, that's just like how life is, you know, every, uh, if you go to work, maybe, maybe, you know, it's going to be a good day. Maybe, you know, some shit's going on and, and it's not going to be a good day or like some people called out or whatever, you know, and you're like, okay, we're just a little shorthanded today. Like you get to dictate what kind of, uh, what kind of day you're having by your environment, you know, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be these platforms real soon. We're going to open up. We're going to open up, let's say, Twitter. If you're feeling a little violent, you know, you're like, man, I really got to get something, you know, my like I got to fucking take the edge off or something. You know, you get on Twitter and you start seeing decapitation videos and you're just like, dude, this is exactly what I needed. And then maybe one day you're feeling a little artsy. You're feeling a little, you know, I don't know, man, you're feeling creative and you want to go on Instagram because that's where you follow all the creatives and whatnot. Or you get on TikTok or you get on fucking, I don't fucking know, dude. You want to, you, maybe you want to chill out and watch a long form podcast on YouTube. Some of your favorite podcasters out there, you know. Uh, every platform is like an experience, I feel like, you know. Everyone, whatever you listen to, I get on Spotify simply for Joe Rogan. That's the only reason I get on Spotify. All the other shit I use, either Apple Podcasting or Apple Music. Or if I'm watching a video, I'll, I'll obviously I'll use YouTube. Because what the, I mean, what else? If it's long form, there's nothing else out there that I, I wouldn't, you couldn't catch me fucking dead watching Facebook Reels or whatever they're called, dude. You couldn't, you wouldn't watch, you wouldn't. I don't get on Facebook Reels because I know the algorithm is probably going to be like truckers or like farming or some bullshit, dude. It's crazy stuff that I don't even like really give a fuck about. 
It's nonsense, dude. And, uh, yeah, man, Twitter's just weird, man. Twitter's weird. What else was I going to talk about? I was going to tie this into talking about, like, future technology and having, like, uh, basically, I mean, I'm pretty sure that you can, at this point, go walletless. And that's probably going to be a term here in the near future where people go walletless or maybe purseless. You know, you leave your house, you lock your you lock your door with your key with your phone, you start your car with your phone. You can do this, by the way. Um, maybe I don't know if there's a passport. I don't know if it's made it to official state or uh, United States government papers. You know, documents, but like, you can board a plane with your your phone. Um, you really don't even need, I mean, I'm pretty sure, yeah, you do need, I think I'm pretty sure you still need your driver's license to board a plane. I'm not entirely sure, dude. Last time they asked for it, I showed it to them, whatever. I don't know if you can use your phone. I know you could use your phone for the airplane ticket. You could use your phone for a lot of things, you know, and it's only a matter of time before everything's on your phone. And I mean, every single fucking thing. I mean, one day. It's going to get to a point where the computer I'm on and the equipment I'm using to record this, my mixer, my my uh, camera, everything that I... I mean, it can. I can do that right now. I just choose not to because the, the quality is not... wouldn't be great, you know? And I'm just like... I don't know. I, I kind of feel a little old school too, so everybody probably won't fall in line. But I mean... It's going to get to a point where people aren't, you know, you're going walletless or purseless, you know, and I'm kind of ready for it, dude. I'm ready to show my driver's license to the police officer uh, with my phone and him mistake it for a handgun and shoot me nine times in the chest. And uh, I that I mean, I'm not going to make it, obviously, but then he'll see that I was showing him my ID and it'll be one of those, uh, they'll probably give him the, the key to the city or something, you know, they'll probably, they'll probably throw like a brick of cocaine in my fucking trunk or something, dude. They'll probably put like a hand, they, I do carry by the way, when I'm out and about. So it wouldn't be hard for them to be like, oh, he, he tried to pull his pistol. I wouldn't ever do that. I mean, I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm not saying I wouldn't, I'm not saying I would just depends what kind of mood I'm in. Depends what kind of fucking algorithm I got on that morning, all right? <clears throat> but yeah, dude. Um, the algorithm. The algorithm is just like another emotion, I feel like. I feel like we're becoming technologically advanced. And uh, I mean, uh, you can't fight it, dude. It's just too late to fight it. You might as well join it. You know, you see, you go around, you see these fucking kids on their pads watching Coco Melon dude and I'm not saying it's a bad thing it just I wasn't raised like that so I think it's a bad thing you know maybe it's a good thing maybe these kids are learning at a faster rate but also I feel like their attention span is fucking absolutely shot I mean trying to hold a conversation with a child is like hey man are you still there he's like Mitch McConnell just like uh just not even there man you know, kids are like Mitch McConnell nowadays. All right. Well, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, yeah, Oppenheimer was good. 
Mitch McConnell's dead. Aliens are here. Uh, Elon Musk is kind of a moron. The future is pretty cool, I guess. I don't know, dude. Like, what are we going to do about it? Nothing. So just fall in line. Why complain about the future? It's already here. And uh, I, I want to get a chip in my brain, dude. I'm not going to lie. I want to do it because I just want to get it over with. You know, I just want to be like, hey, man, whatever. What? Just give it to me. Come on. Come on. Give me the fucking jab, man. Give me the fucking jab. God damn it. Um. Yeah, I was. What movie was I watching with? Uh, that dude, uh, Michael Pena is in that motherfucker uh, with Brad Pitt Fury. And I was watching that the other day for the second time. And uh, that movie goes hard in the paint, dude. That movie goes so fucking hard. And uh, Michael Pena played a real fucking stereotypical Mexican in that movie. I think I thought it was fucking funny. Like, I don't see him in any in any serious roles, except he was in the latest Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan episodes. And he actually he, he played a pretty good role. But it's really hard to take him serious in movies just because in every other movie, he's kind of like a goofball, you know? Um, that's kind of like me. I'm a goofball. And then I, I'm like, all right, guys, time to get serious. And everyone's like, yeah, sure thing, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think I think he's a good actor. It's hard taking him a little serious, especially... Um, Especially when I was watching Fury, I'm like, yeah, this, like, yeah, he played it okay, but, and he played it, he actually played it really, really good. Um, but that's not who that guy is, you know? So, uh, I actually know him really well. Me and, uh, we touched, uh, heads, uh, penis heads once. <laughs> and, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty good. I don't know where I was going with this. I was supposed to get off and tell you guys bye. But I, I I don't I actually don't know. That movie was really cool. I was thinking about if I was fighting the Nazis back in the day, I would definitely be a Mexican with like a, like maybe a flat top. I don't think flat tops were a thing back then. I don't think they were even getting like cool haircuts or whatever. They were just like buzz me up, give me a number two or whatever. You know, I don't fucking know. I don't know what kind of haircuts they got back then. But it, obviously, it was like a square ass white man haircut. Everyone had those in uh in the 40s but yeah that movie is insane i was thinking about how if somebody from a third world country wanted to kill me i would like i would devastate them i mean i have uh genetically modified chemicals in my body like coursing through my veins man like bring it the fuck on dude I don't have health insurance. I have nothing to lose. I'm going to fight. I'm going to either have to kill you or you're going to have to kill me because I am not, I can't afford to go to the hospital. So I'm obviously going to fucking not try to get hit and I'm going to take you out. I have to, I have, I, I have to, I don't have health insurance. What am I going to do? Let you beat me up. There's no fucking way, man. I have genetically modified organisms inside my body. All right, I drink red 40. I drink yellow 10. 
I, I, I drink milk, you know, what are you going to do, man? You think you're going to take me out? Impossible, dude. Uh, impossible. There needs to be a new, what fucking goddamn, what was it? Wasp man or some shit like that. That new fucking Marvel, new Marvel movie. It was so fucking stupid, dude. No, God damn, dude. The new, I think it's a new Marvel movie. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not going to end the podcast until I fucking find it. Hmm. It was about that one kid. The one kid that transforms into like a wasp or some dumb shit, dude. I don't fucking know. Anyhow, I saw the fucking, uh, I saw the commercial for in the Oppenheimer and I was like out loud. I was like, who's watching this shit, you know? And I think I've heard a lot of Hollywood people saying like, yeah, uh, superhero movies are kind of taking over Hollywood right now because of how desensitized we are to reality that we want something outside of reality. And Is it Wasp Man? No. What the fucking God? Motherfucker, dude. Hero movie. Maybe if I look up Oppenheimer movie trailers. I don't fucking know, dude. No, it's just pulling up Oppen. That was really retarded that I typed that in. Um, Because it just gave me a bunch of Oppenheimer trailer movies. Uh suggestions and that was fucking stupid but yeah dude that movie i don't know man it's like some kid he's going in for a job interview or whatever and he gets like a ball and that ball eats him and uh he transforms into something he can't control or whatever he he tries to control it and I, i i out loud extremely loudly inside my wet riddled fucking movies piece of shit popcorn by the way i fucking hate the god have i said that before on this podcast i fucking hate the movies man my fucking seat was wet anyhow yeah dude uh that movie's gonna be complete dog shit um i don't know who exactly who's watching this shit man honestly who's watching these stupid fucking superhero movies it makes me sick of how, how many superheroes do we need? Who's a real superhero in real life? We have to turn to these fucking, we have to turn to these made up costume people be like cosplay because there's nobody in the real world. That's a, that's a hero, you know? And my, if I had to pick a hero, man, it's Mitch McConnell, you know, Mitch McConnell, we locked eyes and I knew that when we locked eyes, I knew it was, I knew he was the one, you know, and, uh, love at first sight, if you will. Anyhow, uh, yeah, I'm going to get off of here now. Thank you for tuning in to this piece of shit podcast. Um, I don't know what else. Oh, dude, I woke up this morning and there were so many downloads. I don't know whoever is listening in Denver, Colorado, you're, I don't know whoever it whoever it might be. I don't know if someone's phone just 
I don't I don't know if they accidentally downloaded a ton of podcasts or whatever, but I'm getting a ton of downloads from uh Denver, Colorado. And maybe somebody's using like a like a sick ass VPN or whatever, but thank you, Denver, Colorado. Um there's there's some peeps out there apparently. So yeah, uh the Drowning Fish podcast sponsored by Pfizer and uh Mitch McConnell or whatever. Thank you all. Have a great day. Good night. See ya.